Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. 1-1, Soto hits it well in the air. Deep to right field, Acuna going to watch. This one going to go. Long, long home run to right center for Juan Soto. Gets Morton for the second time in two weeks. And the Padres have their first lead since Saturday. one nothing here in the fourth. Well, sometimes one big swing is all you need. The Padres win it one nothing over the Atlanta Braves as the Padres salvage the finale of their three-game series against Atlanta. Juan Soto, a home run in the fourth inning, a solo shot, his fourth home run of the year, and that would be all the scoring in this one as the Padres beat the Braves one nothing. Final totals in this game for San Diego, one run, six hits and no errors, and for Atlanta, no runs, four hits, and no errors as the Padres snap a three-game losing skid. Braves see their eight-game winning streak come to an end. Padres improve to 9-11 and and Atlanta drops to 14-5 and now the Padres will hit the road for a four-game series beginning tomorrow in Arizona. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. A lot to do on our post-game show. We'll play you back some of the highlights. We'll recap this one. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin and much, much more to come as Juan Soto's home run in the fourth inning propels the Padres to a one nothing win that was the only start of the story here today though Nick Martinez was excellent seven scoreless innings we'll get into all of that and more when we come back on our post-game show I'm Sam Levitt on the Padres radio network show continues here on the pod radio network the final score here today the padres one and the braves nothing padres one run six hits no errors the braves no runs four hits and no errors as the padres improve to nine and eleven on this early season and the braves drop to 14 and five sam levitt with you on our post game coverage here on 97.3 the fan and the padres radio network good to have you with us on this wednesday afternoon a lot to do here on the post game show we'll play you back some of the highlights and just a moment we'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin and I caught up one-on-one with Juan Soto on the field right after the game you'll hear that coming up as well as Juan Soto hits a solo home run in the fourth inning that ended up being enough in this game as the Padres win it by the final score of one to zip you know what and I was thinking about this on my way up here Padres have still only scored two runs in the last 36 innings but at least they won this game, and sometimes you're going to win games like that, one nothing. And certainly the pitching side of things, very, very impressive for the Padres. And you know what? All in all, a feel-good win for the Padres. They needed something to feel good about. They snap a three-game losing skid all before beginning a, a pretty long road trip tomorrow uh, with a, a number of different stops on it and the return of Fernando Tatis Jr. tomorrow. A big day in Padre land, and the Padres get a one nothing win, and they avoid a sweep at the hands of the Atlanta Braves. And on top of that, 
The Padres also win the season series from Atlanta four games to three, which is nice to see as well. Let's take a listen back to some of the highlights from this one here today. Nick Martinez and Charlie Morton matching scoreless innings to start the game. Martinez got in a big-time jam in the top half of the third. The Braves loaded the bases with two singles and a walk, but then he got a pop out for Matt Olson and struck out Austin Riley to end the inning. The game was still scoreless heading to the bottom of the fourth inning. That's when Juan Soto let off. 1-1, Soto hits it well in the air. Deep to right field, Acuna going to watch. This one going to go. Long, long home run to right center for Juan Soto. Gets Morton for the second time in two weeks. And the Padres have their first lead since Saturday. 1-0 here in the fourth. 431 feet on the home run, 109.6 miles per hour off the bat. Soto's fourth home run of the season. Xander Bogarts then hit an infield single. Jake Cronenworth had a one-out double down the right field line, sending Bogarts to third. But the Padres could not get more. Morton struck out Hassan Kim, got a fly out from Austin Nola to end the inning. In the bottom half of the fifth inning, the Padres still leading one nothing. Morton issued a one-out walk to Trent Grisham. Manny Machado then stepped in and this happened and Machado swings hits it in the air to right center field Hilliard was deep going back into the gap at the wall up and did he make the catch he did up over the fence in right field and Machado I am sure flashing back to Adam Jones in the world baseball classic not quite as dramatic not quite as athletic but a similar part of the park and a great play by Hilliard for the second out of the inning very well said there by Jesse. It was a great catch by Hilliard in right center field. No doubt taking a home run away from Manny Machado, and it kept it a one nothing game. The Padres still led one nothing in the sixth inning. Martinez continued to roll. He tossed a 1-2-3 frame in the sixth. Morton did the same in the bottom half. The final line on Charlie Morton, he was very good. Six innings, one earned run given up on the home run to Soto. Five hits, walk three, struck out five. Martinez then proceeded to retire the side in order in the top of the seventh inning 12 in a row set down for nick martinez that was it for him his final line seven innings no runs given up three hits two walks six strikeouts 97 pitches martinez was simply excellent in this ball game here today fast forward to the top of the eighth inning padre still working with a one nothing lead luis garcia came on he gave up a single to sam hilliard hilliard then then would steal second base Kevin Pillar struck out, Ronald Acuna Jr. struck out, and then Garcia was uh, replaced in the game by left-hander Tim Hill to face the lefty Matt Olson. So the situation, Padres leading, one nothing, tying run on second base, lefty-on-lefty matchup between Hill and Olson, and here's how it went. Not the case so far this season. 1-0, hit hard on the ground, right side. Backhand, Cronenworth, way off the line. Going to bring it himself. He wins the race, and the inning is over. The inning was over indeed. The tying run stranded in scoring position. Padres didn't score in the bottom half of the eighth inning. We went to the ninth inning. It was Josh Hader time who came in a perfect four for four in save opportunities. Started a little bit shaky for Josh Hader. He walked Austin Riley to begin the inning. That put the tying run on, the go-ahead run at the plate. But then Hader got a line out the center field, a strikeout of pinch hitter Marcelo Zuna. There were two outs, a runner on first base. It was Hader against Ozzy Albies. Two and two to Ozzy Albies. Here's the pitch from Josh that is swung on and popped up. Manny coming in from third base. Calls everybody off on the infield grass. He makes the catch and the ball game is over. A one nothing win for the Padres over the Braves. They take the season series against Atlanta and Martinez, Garcia, Hill and Hayter combine on the shutout. A shutout for Padres pitching, like Jesse said, the mix of Martinez, Garcia, Hill, and Hayter combining for a four-hit shutout as the Padres beat the Atlanta Braves 1-0 here this afternoon at Petco Park. Again, the final totals for San Diego, one run, six hits, no errors. For Atlanta, no runs, four hits, and no errors. And the Padres had the big swing in this game, Juan Soto's solo home run in the fourth inning, the lone run scored. Aside from that, there wasn't much traffic on the bases for the Padres 
Rays at all. They were over two with runners in scoring position. The Braves really struggling in that department here today. They were 0 for 7. Padres left six on, and the Braves left six on as well. Padres again snapped their three-game skid. They're now 9-11, and a feel-good win as they hit the road, and the Braves see their eight-game winning streak come to an end. The Braves are now 14-5. and Let's hear some post-game reaction from the skipper, Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Bob, how much was this one needed today? Yeah, big. So, I mean, we didn't score a ton of runs, but we got really good pitching today. And sometimes it's just no matter how you get it, a win is, is a welcome relief. Uh, let's talk about Nick. It seemed like he had a lot of things to go with today, the change up the four-seamer, and it seemed like he got stronger as the outing went on. It was best game of the year by far against a really hot lineup and a hot team. Um, can't say enough about the way he pitched. Used really everything, maybe not as many cutters, but good change up, curveball, good fastball, a little better velo at times today too, and you know, obviously was throwing strikes to, be, to get to seven innings. Seems like the whole team came out with some fire today, showing the defense early on especially. Yeah. How much did that set the tone as well? We've been pretty consistent defensively this year. Kimmy's getting better at second, more comfortable there. Manny had a great day defensively. So in games like that, when it's one to nothing, a lot of times defense has to show up. Juan Soto with the home run that's the difference. Does he get the credit or do you get the credit for moving to the other side of the dugout to maybe get him <laughs> jump-started? <laughs> Def- desperate measures for desperate times, I guess. I've, I've pull- Actually, their first baseman looked over me, and he looked at me, and he goes, I've seen that move before. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think there are a lot of things. You, you, it's a superstitious game. You can't hurt, right? Nick goes uh, seven shutout. You have some rotation decisions to, to make. How does this figure into it? Um, what will Nick's next? I don't know yet. Could complicate it. I'm not sure. But... You know, all, we're, we're just focused on today's game. We'll figure it out as we go along. He's obviously going to be down for, you know, at least a few days, probably three or four at least. And, you know, if it's a bullpen thing, we'll see. If it continues in the rotation, not really sure yet. It's something to talk about. You've, you've made it these 20 games without Fernando. What is kind of the excitement level now, knowing that he's going to be back? Very. I mean, it, you know, for myself included, like I said, it's been a long time. So I've been... You're looking forward to getting him in there. You see what he had to offer in spring training. You see how he's swinging the bat in, in AAA. He couldn't be more excited about uh, getting into the lineup. You know, it re- it's almost like you know the reinforcements are coming. Joe's going to pitch this series too. So uh, personnel-wise, we're going to have a much better team. Understanding it is a series in April. I mean, you're playing a division rival, a rival that's gotten off to a pretty good start. Is it really positive to have those two guys coming back for this weekend? And, and what do you kind of... How do you kind yeah, of I mean it's a long season. It, you know, it's it, it depend. You know, if we if we were playing better, it wouldn't feel like you know every game right now feels like we have to try to get on track, especially offensively. So adding him to the lineup should should certainly help. How do you quantify the way? How do you assess the way Manny does it defensively? He seems to do it kind of differently than any other third baseman. Just kind of with yeah, you know, it's first step. It's you know, and actually there were on a couple of those plays he had to go a long way to get him. So. You know, sometimes day games you can be dragging a little bit. Certainly was not the case today. Um, you know, he hurt, he works hard at his craft everywhere. So that, you know, those plays all seemed like, you know, I know they weren't at the time, but they all felt like those could be game savers when you're only scoring one run and you're having trouble scoring. Bob, I know it's a couple series down the line, but I won't see it till then. I'm just curious your thoughts on the excitement of going to Mexico City, what that's going to be yeah. like, bring baseball to a different culture like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've, I've been to Japan a couple times, and, you know, it's it just feels different. feels like you're trying to celebrate the game somewhere else and, you know, also promote your brand. And, you know, with us here in close proximity to Mexico, I think we have hopefully quite a few fans there. Everybody, everybody's excited about doing. It kind of breaks up the season. Kind of, I don't want to say monotony. It's all you know when you're in the big leagues is great, but to be able to go do something like that, you know, in another country for a couple of days, it would be pretty cool. If Hillier doesn't make that catch, are you staying down at that end of the dugout the rest huh. of the season? Uh, well, I maybe. You know, I mean, that what a play. You know, at the time, it's just you know, it was, I wouldn't say it was deflating, but a couple more runs there certainly would have made things a little bit easier. But um, yeah, maybe a couple innings, a couple more. How is Nabil, and when did that 
It's actually been lingering a little bit with him. He's, you know, you look at this his pitch complement and how his ball moves. There's been a lot of tail instead of sink, especially to his changeup. So he's been dealing with it a little bit. Last night, with as many pitches as he threw, it really kind of came to a head. So we'll give him a little bit of a break and try to get him completely healthy because, you know, you saw his numbers last year. He can help us. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park after the Padres beat the Atlanta Braves by a final of one nothing. I'm glad that Bob Melvin brought up the defense because that was a big part of today's win here today. The defense by the Padres was really, really good. Manny Machado made a couple of hang-a-star-worthy plays. In fact, Tony and Jesse did hang-a-star for him at various points in this game. They did it twice. He made some really good plays. The defense as a whole the play Cronenworth made with the tying run on second base in the eighth inning was really important. The Padres played a very crisp defensive game. And this was kind of a pleasure to watch, even though they only scored one run. But from the pitching side, Martinez was wonderful. Seven scoreless innings in the Padres' defense was A-plus today. I will tell you, the best defensive play of the day was actually the play that Sam Hilliard made in center field. And no disrespect to Manny, he made some great plays today. But the Hilliard catch to take a home run away from Machado, that was a really something in right center field. So really on both ends, the defense was pretty darn good today uh, for uh, both these teams. Uh, Hilliard making the great play and uh, and certainly uh, the, the Padres um, – uh, getting great defense as well. So the defense was really, really good uh, in this game here today. Uh, you heard there Bob Melvin, in case you missed it, talking about the, where he was standing in the dugout. And just so you know, and if you missed Jesse and Tony talking about it, Bob Melvin in the fourth inning. Now, if you watch Bob Melvin during a game, he almost always is standing or sitting sometimes, but standing a lot he's, he's usually in the the home plate words part of the dugout so the side of the dugout closest to home plate those stairs you almost never see him and i don't think i've ever personally seen him on the other side of the dugout towards first or third base and bob melvin during that fourth inning went and stood on the other side of the dugout then soto hit the home run he went back there in the fifth inning but then Almost as if the baseball gods were saying, all right, we gave you one, but we're not giving you another down on that side of the dugout. Machado gets the home run taken away. So after that, Bob went to his usual side of the dugout. But I guess if the Padres turn this offensive uh, slump around, we'll look at what Bob Melvin did going to that side of the dugout. And, uh, yeah, it worked. The superstition. Soto hit the home run. So that's what they were referring to there. And again, you heard uh, Bob Melvin there uh, talking about Nick Martinez, how good he was in this game. Martinez was awesome. Seven scoreless innings, just three hits allowed. Struck out six, uh, walked to 97 pitches. Probably later in the year can go even deeper. And look, you heard the question get asked there to Bob Melvin. The Padres with Joe Musgrove coming back do have a decision or two to make here as to how they want to play this, who they want to move around, who goes to the bullpen. You know, for as good as Martinez was today, it's possible the answer is sending Nick Martinez to the bullpen. Uh, Somebody who's done that before, Ryan Weathers, has pitched really nicely and is not a guy who has that kind of experience in the bullpen going back to last year. So, it's going to be an interesting decision, and Martinez may have made it that much more interesting with how good he was here today. But I don't know that we'll know uh, exactly what the Padres are doing uh, for a couple of days here at least until they really do have to make a decision on what they're going to do with this rotation. They have the off days, a lot of them coming up in the next uh, 25 to 30 days. So the necessity for a six-man rotation really isn't there. So you're going to add Musgrove, and then if the Padres want to go with a five-man, possibly at least for the time being, take two guys out of the rotation. So that's all for things to be discussed at a later date, probably not today. 
But uh, just the big picture here with how well Martinez pitched, uh, something to think about moving forward. But the big stories today, Martinez was excellent, seven scoreless innings, one of the best starts for the Padres this year. And Juan Soto, a couple of hard-hit balls, two hits in this game, including the one that decided the game, the solo home run in the fourth inning as the Padres win it, one nothing over the Atlanta Braves. We'll step aside when we come back. We'll hear from Juan Soto. I went one-on-one with Juan Soto after the game. You'll hear from Juan. Plus, we'll continue to break this one down. If you are tuning in right now, wondering when you're going to hear Gwyn and Chris, it'll be Chris Ello, Matt Scraby today. They will join you when we are done. Still will be a little while for us here on the postgame show on the Padres Radio Network, but Ello and Scraby will join you. They will take you up until 7 p.m., so don't worry. You're going to get an extra hour of Gwyn and Chris today. More to come on our postgame show. Again, the final, the Padres won. The Braves nothing on the Padres Radio Network. I love the colorful clothes she wears. And the way Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network as the Padres beat the Atlanta Braves in this series finale by a final of one to nothing. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon here at Petco Park. Not a ton for the fans to cheer about the last few days, but here today a crowd of nearly 30,000 on a a beautiful weekday afternoon had uh, enough to cheer about the Soto home run great pitching as Padres win it one to nothing we'll hear from Juan Soto I caught up with him on the field right after the game we'll hear from him in just a moment if you want to get involved on our post-game show you can and I sometimes think about how sometimes when we're on in the afternoon in the morning whenever it might be We get new listeners because uh, typically for night games and many games, we are on pretty late at night here with the post-game show. So if you want to get involved, we do take your phone calls, 833-288-0973. The number, again, phone number to call, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved. You can also tweet at me at 973thefansd. You can also tweet uh, at me personally. It's Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y. L-E-V. Find me on Instagram, Sammy Lev, there as well, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V, and on TikTok at Sammy Levitt. Send me a message, tweet at me if you have something good to say. I might just read it on the air. You can also call us as well. Before we hear from Juan Soto after this one nothing Padres win, let's pause for station identification on the Padres radio network. KWFNFM and KWFNHD1 San Diego. This is Joe Musgrove. You're listening to Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you here on our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. I told you about the group of fans here last night. I've got a couple of guys here uh, all fired up after a Padres win and... uh, they're finishing up their beers, and they wanted to uh, come say hello. So th- thank you both for uh, thank you both for stopping by. I appreciate it. Thank you both. I'm on the air. I'm on the air. Thank you both for stopping by. Appreciate it. And uh, great to see uh, great to see lots of you stopping by the Western Metal Building. In fact, I don't think uh, he's listening because he just said hi. But I just met. Uh, a guy named Ben who said he delivers pizzas and listens in the car all the time. So, Ben and anybody out there uh, driving around, thanks so much for tuning in. A big day for Juan Soto. couple of hits, a home run, a solo shot that went 431 feet in the fourth inning. Ended up being a game-deciding swing as the Padres won it one nothing. One of two hits today for Juan Soto. I caught up with Juan right after the game. Juan, the home run in the fourth inning. You were pretty fired up going around those bases. How'd that one feel? Feels amazing. You know, we tried to do our best to help the team. Uh, try to get the team fired up, get get it going. You know, we, we have a great team. We have a really good team. So why not to get them fired up to go to go through this uh, road trip? Two hits today, hitting the ball hard. How are you feeling at the plate right now offensively? I've been feeling pretty good. You know, I've been working on a lot of things, and it's starting showing it up. And I think. This one is the right step. You know, I've been taking good steps, bad steps, but I think this is the right one. Nick Martinez, seven scoreless innings today. The defense was really good. What did you think about the way those guys played today? Unbelievable. You know, those pitches, uh, we always say we have uh, the great, the greatest pitches in the league. I mean, those guys that come out there fighting every day and throw the ball as best as they can, and I'm happy for them. This was a good win after a tough few days. Now you get Fernando back tomorrow going on the road i imagine this must feel pretty good going on the road like this yeah it's gonna be pretty good it's gonna be lit i mean 
it's going to be unbelievable and more than we have that road trip to Mexico, I think it's going to be really fire up. It's going to be lit. I like it, Juan. Yeah. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. All right, I like it. It's going to be lit. That's what the uh, kids say. Juan Soda, you heard it from him. The upcoming road trip, especially with Fernando Tatis Jr. returning tomorrow, uh, should be a lot of fun. And we will have that game for you right here on the Padres Radio Network, 97.3 The Fan. And no doubt, just from the emotional standpoint today, not that you want to make too big a deal out of one win, especially, let's be honest, let's just put it in context right now. The Padres still have scored only two runs in 36 innings. The last four games, two runs in 36 innings. So I'm trying to keep it in context, but today was a well-pitched, great defense, and one big swing. And look, in a baseball season, you're going to win games like that where you get one big swing, really good pitching, and great defense. And the Padres won this game much, much better than heading out on the road on a four-game losing skid and everything that was going on the last few days. So a feel-good win, one nothing. the Padres win it over the Atlanta Braves. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game brought to you by the grilling store at hillcrest ace hardware from trinker and weber to the big green egg all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the grilling store at hillcrest ace hardware no doubt our ace pitcher of the game nick martinez he was wonderful today seven scoreless innings three hits allowed walked to struck out six 97 pitches 61 for strikes if it's a little bit later in the year probably goes even deeper maybe goes back out for the eighth inning picks up his first win of the season martinez was really really impressive in this ball game here today and he's our ace pitcher of the game We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. When we come back, we'll have our relief pitcher of the game, player of the game, take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, give you more of my thoughts from this game, and much more. Again, the phone number to call if you want to get involved on our post-game coverage, 833-288-0973. Again, the number, 833-288-0973. Our post-game show after today's one nothing Padres win continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Back here on the Padres Radio Network, the final score here today, the Padres won, and the Atlanta Braves nothing as the Padres snap a three-game losing skid. They improve to 9-11. and Atlanta drops to 14-5. and Braves see their eight-game win streak come to an end. Sam Levitt with you here on our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. A good one today for the Padres. Not a whole lot of offense still, but enough to get it done here today with Juan Soto hitting. Uh, the go-ahead home run, a solo shot in the fourth inning. Soto's fourth home run of the year, 431 feet to right center. Soto also had a pretty hard-hit single in the eighth inning. You hope that's a sign of one coming around. We've seen him have some games like this before where he has a couple of hits, including a home run. We'll see on this road trip if Juan Soto is starting to come out of it and uh, get into the swing of things. For Manny Machado, I'll tell you this, number one, Manny's day, if you just look at his offensive line, one for four, a single, does not tell anywhere close to the story that Manny had in this game because he made a couple of really, really good defensive plays. Good enough that Jesse and Tony hung a star, okay, from the from the radio booth today. They were that good, two of them, and... Number one, in the third inning, he hit a ball pretty hard to right field that sent Acuna all the way back to the warning track, and Acuna made the catch, but it was really well struck. And maybe a little bit later in the year, in the summertime, maybe that ball hits the wall, gets out of here, who knows. And then in the fifth inning, 
Manny had a home run. It got taken away by Sam Hilliard, who made an outstanding catch in right center. Shades of Adam Jones in the World Baseball Classic. I mean, it, it looked very, very similar. It was the same spot, spot uh, same similar spot of the ballpark, and Hilliard made an excellent catch, taking a home run away from Manny Machado. So it very easily could have been a two-hit day for Manny with a home run, that would have been a two-run home run, a couple of RBIs, but Hilliard made sure that didn't happen, and Manny made a, a few great defensive plays in this game. And The defense by the Padres was just really good across the board. Hassan Kim made a really nice play. Jake Cronenworth made a great play in the eighth inning on a ground ball uh, with the tying run on second base, uh, going to his right a step and, and grabbing it. So really good defense by the Padres. And again, shout-out to Manny Machado because he had a major impact on this game despite his offensive line just being one for four. If you just look at the box score, it's not going to tell the whole story of the impact that Manny had in this game here today. All right, let's uh, get to some of your phone calls here on the postgame show. 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, 833-288-0973, the number to call. Let's begin with Brandon, who calls in from La Mesa. Hi, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm feeling a lot better out here. After winning the game today, uh, it's funny. I was leaving work about right at 3:30, and I, I forgot that we had a day game. And I, I heard Clemson came report. I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> please tell me good news." And it was so brief. It was one nothing. I'm like, "Oh, well, there you go. That's great. I gotta be. I'm pretty pleased with that." So, um, you know, the offense is gonna have its days. The defense is gonna have its days. The pitch is gonna have its days. I think it's pretty ironic that our record is nine and eleven. Code nine one one for uh, Tatis to come back tomorrow. I think he's going to be a little bit of a spark plug at the top of the lineup there, and this will be just kind of like a nice little fresh start. We're going right into a first place team that we didn't expect when we had this circled on the calendar. Mm-hmm. We thought the Diamondbacks were probably going to already be eight games out of first. Well, they're a tougher tougher ball club we're going to play this year. I'm excited to see what we can do with getting Joe back and with getting. He's back, and I'm, I'm confident moving into it. I'm, I'm really excited. And I, I wanted to actually ask you a quick question, if you can look it up. Um, what's the club record for most amount of runs scored in a four-game road trip, a four-game series? I would like to know. Probably, it's probably in Colorado, <laughs> but I, I think we're going to put some offense on the board this weekend. Yeah, uh, well, certainly we'll see if the Padres can put some offense on the board. Brandon, appreciate the call. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head the, the record for runs scored in a, a four-game series. Um, I'm sure uh, the uh, great PR staff here with the Padres could figure it out pretty quickly. I cannot figure it out that quickly, especially while I'm on air, so we'll have to wait on that. But I, I think, you know, look, I said it earlier, it was a one nothing win. It was really well pitched with what Martinez did. Seven scoreless innings. Bullpen got it done between Garcia, Hill, and Hader. By the way, Josh Hader deserves some credit here. He's been really, really good to start the year. Five for five in save opportunities. And it was just a good, clean win. Not easy. A one-run win. Not a ton of offense. Just the Soto home run. You'll want to see more from the offense. But again, Manny almost had a two-run home run if Hilliard doesn't take it away. So this could have been a 3 nothing game instead of a one nothing game. But all things considered, with how things were going the last few days, last week and a half, a, a Padres team that uh, came into this game here today, losers of uh, six of seven, this was a nice win, especially as you hit the road. It's kind of like a new chapter of the season opening tomorrow with the return of Fernando Tatis Jr. I don't think there's any debate about that, especially with how they've been playing. I think it's kind of a, a fresh start type of thing with Fernando coming back tomorrow. But regardless, good to get a win and good to just have a, a good feeling heading on the road. No doubt about that. Let's go to Miguel, who's calling in from Imperial Beach. Hi, Miguel. Welcome to the Padres Radio Network postgame show. How's it going? Not too bad. I'm actually I'm pretty excited about this win. I feel that their uh, pitching has been really good. And with uh, Fernando coming up, we got Pomeranz coming up. Um, you know what? Um, Mr. Seidler, he did everything possible to make this put this great team and on paper everything looks great but you know there'll always be those there'll, there'll always be problems but i believe and i know that these guys are 
their God-given talent is going to push them over the top, and we will win the World Series. Well, uh, Miguel, we're a long way from that here on uh, April 19th. The World Series a long way away, but I like the way you're thinking. And, uh, Miguel, appreciate the call. Um, look, feel good win today. Uh, you know, one run scored. You want a little bit more than that, but certainly a feel-good win and a feel-good start to the road trip tomorrow with Fernando returning. Um, you know, I won't get into World Series talk after one win uh, as uh, as the Padres still try to get back to the 500 mark, and, and certainly you expect they're going to do that and go well beyond it. But, um, you know, I, I think I want to stay consistent to what I've been saying the last few days, right? It's very early. One win doesn't cure all the issues that the Padres experienced in the last week and a half, but certainly you're taking a, a step in the right direction with a win like this here today. Really well pitched, great defense, just enough offense, and the Padres win it one nothing. So I'm with you, Miguel. Hopefully a step in the right direction, and, you know, hopefully they go on the road and play really well and get Fernando back and, Get Joe Musgrove back on Saturday. Drew Pomerantz with the rehab outing with Lake Elsinore today. I'm sure we'll hear more from him in the next day or two about how he's feeling, how that went. The results were good. A 1-2-3 inning, 11 pitches yesterday for Pomerantz. And, yeah, getting those three guys back, and we haven't even mentioned Robert Suarez, the potential to, to be a really big deal for this team. And, obviously, just in the immediate with Tatis coming back Thursday, Musgrove Saturday. Yeah, it's an infusion of great talent and great energy on this ball club. We know that for sure. Let's go to Kathy, who's calling in from L.A. Hi, Kathy. Hey, Sammy. Um, How's it going? I'm just glad glad that they won today Mm because all the total meltdown that has been the callers calling into Coach's show for the past week and a half, and hopefully – this will calm them down a little bit. I doubt it. But, I mean, it's been 20 games. We're 20 games into the season. Yeah, should our record be better with our the hitters we have? Yeah. But, you know, we are not that far out of first place. Hopefully, like you said, with Fernando coming back, that that's going to be a big shot in the arm that we need. And people just need to just calm down and just wait until April. If you're going to be this stressed out about these games in April, what's going to happen come August and September? Yeah, you know, Kathy, it's it's very, very early. And appreciate the call, Kathy, as always. It's very, very early. It's the same thing that, that we talked about last night and the night before and the night before. It's extremely early. 20 games does not make or break a season. That's reality. It does not make or break a personal season with the struggles of guys like Juan Soto, Manny Machado coming into today's game, what they've done early on. Anybody does not make or break a season. Today, I think let's look at it as a singular game. Good win. The Soto home run. Really well pitched. Great defense. You get a win, a feel-good win, heading on the road and now playing an Arizona Diamondbacks team that, yeah, is sitting in first place right now in the NL West. The Diamondbacks did lose today to the St. Louis Cardinals 14-5. to uh, St. Louis, by the way, uh, was struggling before that one. They were 7-11, and so see another team that has pretty high expectations this year that has not got off to a great start. They were four games below 500 entering today, but the Diamondbacks sitting at 11-8. and uh, Padres do if you're, I said I wouldn't, even mention the standings here for a while but here we go diamondbacks at 11 and 8 padres at 9 and 11 now so they are two and a half games behind arizona if you really want to look at this stuff right now this early entering this four game series but look arizona to me their good start has not been a surprise i'm going to be honest with you it's something i said last year it's something i think i said in spring training on a couple of my appearances the d-backs are young they're fast, they've got good pitching, they've got some really good young talent, like a really good young core. I've not been shocked that they've got off to a, a good start here. And now the Padres play them for four games in Arizona beginning tomorrow. We will take more of your phone calls, 833-288-0973, the phone number if you want to get involved. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit sandiegofoodbank.org. 
Two and two to Ozzy Albies. Here's the pitch from Josh that is swung on and popped up. Manny coming in from third base. Calls everybody off on the infield grass. He makes the catch, and the ball game is over. A 1-0 win for the Padres over the Braves. They take the season series against Atlanta, and Martinez, Garcia, Hill, and Hayter combine on the shutout. Our relief pitcher of the game, Josh Hader. Five for five now in save opportunities. He continues to do a really, really good job. 1.13 ERA in eight appearances now, eight total innings. He's allowed just three hits. He struck out 14 in the eight innings, walked four. And the good news, Josh Hader has picked up right where he left off in the postseason a year ago. Uh, great work by Josh Hader once again here today. Worked around a leadoff walk to Austin Riley. Retired the next three, and for that reason, Josh Hader, our relief pitcher of the game. I should mention, because it was a close competition here today between Hader and his fellow lefty, Tim Hill. Hill came in in a big spot in this game. Hilliard on second, Padres leading one nothing. Bottom half, or I should say top half of the eighth inning, two outs, and got a ground out for Matt Olson, a terrific hitter, to end that inning and strand the tying run on second base. So that was a key moment in this game as well. So Hill was close, but, you know, I looked at it. Hader getting the three outs, the save. We'll give it to Josh Hader on this Wednesday afternoon. I'll tell you what, this is a very, very close race here between Juan Soto and Nick Martinez for our player of the game. I'm still thinking about it in my head. Let's find out who it is. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. 1-1. Soto hits it well in the air. Deep to right field. Acuna going to watch. This one going to go. Long, long home run to right center for Juan Soto. Gets Morton for the second time in two weeks. And the Padres have their first lead since Saturday. one nothing here in the fourth. One big swing. That was enough for the Padres in this game. And that is why Juan Soto is our player of the game. The solo home run. In the fourth inning, to put the Padres ahead, one nothing. the fourth home run of the season for Juan Soto. It traveled 431 feet, 109-plus miles per hour off the bat, one of two hits that Soto had in this game. And for that one big swing, we give it to Juan Soto, our player of the game. Now, Nick Martinez was a very, very deserving candidate as well. But we have a pitcher award. It's called our ace pitcher of the game, if you listen to our post-game show enough. So we gave Nick that award. We'll give Soto player of the game. Martinez, though, was great. As big of a part of today's win as Soto was. Seven scoreless innings, three hits allowed, walked two, struck out six, 97 pitches. Uh, he was uh, excellent in this ball game here today. But the way I look at it, if Juan Soto doesn't hit the home run in the fourth inning, we could still be playing right now. It still could be scoreless. So for that reason, Juan Soto, our player of the game. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. If you want to call in, we still do have some time. 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. If you want to get involved, you can also tweet at me at 973thefan. SD on Twitter at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. If you want to hit me up on Instagram, you can do that as well at Sammy Lev. On Instagram, shoot me a message if you have a good thought. I might just read it on the air on TikTok. Sammy Levitt uh, there, too. You can shoot me a message. And we have, well, let's read off a, a tweet or two here. We have Lori tweeting in saying, little nerve-wracking, but to watch. Uh, uh, but so excited for a Padre win and really happy for Soto to get the solo game-winning home run. Great game. Lori, you're exactly right. Soto, the game-winning home run little nerve-wracking in a one nothing game you would like to see the offense do more two runs in 36 innings but at least one of those runs good enough to win a ball game here today so if you want to tweet more of your thoughts in you can do that and you can call 833-288-0973 we'll come back take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard wrap things up get you ready for tomorrow's series opener in arizona And it's a big one in Arizona tomorrow. We'll tell you why when we come back on the Padres Radio Network.
we go on two and two. The pitch to Grissom is rolled slowly towards third. Machado charges, goes to the bare hand, throws to first in time, and Manny gets it done again. Second time in three innings, Machado makes a great play over at third base to end the inning, and Nick Martinez, seven shutout frames. Manny Machado, a big part of today's win, a couple of hang-a-star-type plays as Manny makes some great defensive plays behind Nick Martinez, who goes seven scoreless innings in this game, picks up the win as the Padres win it one nothing over the Atlanta Braves. Padres snap a three-game losing skid. Braves see an eight-game win streak come to an end. Braves now 14-5. and Padres improve to 9-11. and Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Again, if you're tuning in, waiting to hear from Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, on Gwyn and Chris, they will join you in just a little bit here. Uh, they'll take you up till 7 p.m., but we continue on on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Still a lot to do. We'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Continue to break this one down. Take your phone calls, 833-288-0973. You can also tweet me your thoughts at 97.3 The Fan SD on Twitter or my Twitter at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y. L-E-V. We do have a number of phone calls to run through here. A lot of tweets, too. So let me read off some of these. We've got both Padre Bod and Pete on Twitter making the same point. Uh, one says, won the season series. And then Pete saying, the Braves are 12-1 and against the rest of the league and 3-4 and against the Padres. And I'll tell you what, it's a great point. The Braves have been awesome. They are 14-5 and now. They're coming off now an eight-game win streak, and look, we, we've sung their praises throughout this series. They're a great team. They've got a great lineup. They've got really a great rotation. They've got good bullpen arms and veteran arms in the pen. And the Padres, to their credit, have won the season series now against them. Now, it's very odd that the season series ends on April 19th, and honestly kind of unfortunate because you would like to see these two teams play they're expected to do some big things in the National League and baseball this year. You would love to see them play later in the year when things are heating up. Maybe some pennant races really going on. But the schedule is the schedule. The season series ends here today. Padres win the season series, which is significant. And it's kind of impressive that the Braves have beat up on everybody else. But the Padres have been the one team right now. They have a losing record against uh, at uh, at 4-3. and three. The Padres winning 4 of 7 so far. So good points on Twitter uh, by Pete and Padre Bod. Um, we've got David saying, I think it's worth noting that the Padres are now responsible for four or five Atlanta losses on the year. A lot of people want to make that point. Also just want to point out on the Juan Soto front uh, that if the worst slump of your career, batting 194 results in a 790 OPS, 118 WRC plus, you're doing something right. David, you make a, a good point there in the sense of we know that even when Juan Soto is not hitting for a high average, it is not affected a, his eye at the plate, and B, his ability to get on base. I mean, even yesterday, two walks, did have a single and a fielder's choice. The day before, had a walk. I mean, you look at Juan Soto's days and box scores, it's rare to find a game without walks and getting on base. And he does do that, even when he's slumping, which is a, a great characteristic. It's actually really important, you know, for Juan for the Padres, you want him to slug, you want him to hit home runs, you want him to hit the ball all over the place, absolutely. But it's not a bad trait that even when you're really slumping, which he has been, that you still have the ability to do some different things offensively and get on base. It is an important trait. So uh, a fair point there. And look, hopefully today a sign of things to come for Juan Soto with the home run with a single two hits in this game and we'll see if Juan can keep that momentum going on this road trip beginning in Arizona tomorrow let's go to the phones we go to Katie in Oceanside calling in hi Katie welcome to the post game show here on the Padres radio network what's going on Hi, Sammy. I wanted to talk about um, one specific thing with Nick Martinez's performance today. Mm -hmm. I thought it was so impressive how he responded after we got the one run. Um, I believe he sat down like the next 12 batters. It was like getting a hold of that one run like a life preserver and just hanging on to it. But it was like, you know, he just took the whole team on his back and was like, all right, guys, I got it now. Let's go. Um, and so because he's pitching so well and Ryan mm -hmm. Weathers also is looking really good, once Joe Mescrive is back in this rotation, 
I think Bob Melvin had some hard choices to make. Yeah. Yeah, Katie, it's a great point, and it's something we mentioned earlier. It is going to be very interesting to see how the Padres handle this with Joe Musgrove coming back, and it's even beyond that because we know even even if – Forgetting the off days coming up, just on the six-man rotation, assuming you want to stay at six, somebody's got to leave the rotation, whether it's Weathers, whether it's Martinez or whoever. Somebody's got to leave with Joe Musgrove coming back. The other part of it, the Padres have a ton of off days coming up. They haven't had any off days, really. They played 24 games in 25 games, I believe it was, uh, to begin the year and they're just going to have way more off days uh, over the course of uh, the next month or so so there is going to be less necessity to have a six-man rotation which essentially means if the Padres for the immediate future coming up here wanted to go back to a five-man it means not only is Joe going in the rotation but then two guys would have to come out now that may be tough for some of the guys, because I'm sure guys like Weathers and Martinez want to stay in the rotation, but it, it could make this team and the bullpen that much deeper if, you know, the Padres did go to five and they did maneuver with a, some of, uh, a couple of these guys going to the bullpen. So, uh, Katie, appreciate the call. You're right. It's a very tough decision, and I don't know what way the Padres are going to go with it. Um, look, obviously Nick Martinez has experience in the bullpen did extremely well there last year does today mean anything in that conversation with how good he looked they don't know ryan weathers has been good we heard him today on the pregame show if you missed it it's up on the inside san diego baseball podcast feed i'll, I'll have it up on youtube later as well really good one-on-one conversation with him he's really done a good job i don't know what direction the padres are going to go but you're right it's a tough decision and Look, it may be a a fluid situation throughout the season. I don't know how much you can take guys from the rotation to the bullpen, back to the rotation throughout the course of the year, how much back and forth there can realistically be when you have to have guys that can go deep into games and uh, throw innings. But I guess it's a good problem to have if you have to make those tough decisions and send guys to the bullpen. So we'll see. We're going to find out more info here in the next few days to next week once Musgrove is back and so once the the rotation keeps on going around but you're right Katie it's a tough decision and credit to Nick Martinez because he may have made that decision that much more difficult for the Padres today by how well he pitched so credit to Nick on that front let's go to Andy who's calling in from Poway hi Andy hey Sam good to hear from you I was just maybe talking more a little bit about the pitching um, now that we get Musgrove back, are you expecting to see him, you know, kind of take a slower approach like Darvish to get warmed up, or do we want to see him full throttle on Saturday? Well, I think with Joe, you, you get full throttle. I mean, uh, he's a, an intense competitor. I mean, all you needed to see, and Andy, appreciate the call, all you needed to see was uh, the play he made with El Paso where, you know, he uh, had that minor injury to his shoulder and he got the cortisone shot. He He's a guy who goes, who goes all out, and that's what you love about Joe Musgrove. Um, I'm not 100% sure on the high pitch count for him, what that high will be. Uh, on Saturday, you know, look, the Padres have been pretty conservative here, with the exception of a time or two. They've been there have been a few guys that have gone above a hundred pitches. I'd have to go look how many Joe threw in that uh, rehab outing with Lake Elsinore. I want to say it was in the 60s, maybe around 70. I'll have to look that up. So hang tight on that. Uh, maybe I can get uh, some assistance from somebody out there to uh, <laughs> to look that up uh, while I'm on the air here. But I think it was somewhere, don't quote me on this, I think it was somewhere in the 60s or 70s. So based on that, I don't know that he's going to throw 100 on Saturday, but, you know, could throw in the 70s, 80s, something like that. There may be still uh, a bit of a, a build-up period. But look, for Joe, you know what you get with him. You get an excellent starting pitcher. You get a fierce competitor. You got a guy who means a ton to this clubhouse. And from a result standpoint, what he means on the mound, what he means to this team, the kind of leader he is, it's a, an important guy to have back. And the Padres are going to get Fernando and Joe Musgrove back in the matter of 48 hours, which is great. It makes them more whole. When we talk about this slow start, that is part of the conversation, the fact that this team has not been whole without Fernando, 
without Musgrove, without Suarez, you get a little bit closer to being whole. And by the way, Drew Pomerantz with the rehab outing with Blake Elsinore, you know, a positive step for him. So you're getting back to full strength and certainly getting Joe back as part of that. I'm very excited, and I know all the Padres fans out there must be too, to get Joe back because he's an incredibly important part of this team. And we'll look up how many pitches he threw with Lake Elsinore in that rehab outing over the weekend. Let's go to Mario, who's calling in from National City. Hi, Mario. What's going on? Uh, how you doing, buddy? You know, as a Padres diehard Padre fan, all wins are good wins. And uh, with Fernando coming with Fernando coming back, I'm hoping that by the All Star break, he'll be leading the league in home runs and steals. Uh, you know what? It's not a crazy idea, Mario. If he comes back and he's the Fernando of 2021, it's not. It's not a crazy idea. He's got some ground to make up Absolutely. after missing the first 20 games, but it's it's not a crazy idea. Um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with him. And Mario, appreciate the call. Thank you for listening. Um, look, with Fernando starting tomorrow, number one, it's incredibly exciting. It's easy to forget, and I know nobody here in San Diego has forgot, but it's easy to forget, I think, from maybe a, a national perspective of how good this guy is, how exceptionally talented he is, and maybe what he did at Triple A El Paso, the six home runs in three days, maybe that was a little reminder of how special he is, even though it was at AAA. Maybe it was Fernando saying, remember me, remember what I can do. And we'll see starting tomorrow. I certainly hope, and it's perfectly possible that Fernando shows up tomorrow, and he is mid-season form Fernando, and he's tearing the cover off the ball. It's also possible because playing in the major leagues is a different deal than playing in spring training, than playing in the minor leagues, it is a, a different ball game. It is possible that there may be an adjustment period, and that's okay. I will be perfectly okay if it takes Fernando some time to get back into the rhythm of taking major league at bats, facing major league pitching day in, day out, and getting back into the rhythm of being a major league baseball player. That would be certainly understandable. Will that happen? We'll see could be great he could hit two home runs tomorrow we'll see what happens but um it's very exciting and i think everybody around here around this organization inside that clubhouse the coaching staff they understand what his presence means on the field in that clubhouse and i'll also say this having him in the leadoff spot if he's doing what he's done in the past is so important it's such a game changer I mean, it's just a whirlwind of offense and speed and power that comes at a pitcher right off the bat. He's a constant threat to hit a home run and start the game one nothing. Very, very important. It's lineup changing. It's offense changing. And the Padres will get that much better with him in the lineup. So very, very excited for tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, you know, it was a good win here today, but certainly feels like tomorrow is sort of a, a fresh start reset to the season because of getting Fernando back, and even with the win today for a team that has got off to a slow start, maybe a good thing, and uh, it'll be really exciting to get Fernando back tomorrow. All right, let's uh, take a look at some of the guys who went deep around the major leagues here today. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We're going we're gonna to try this one more time, and I think uh, my fault there. Try one more time. We're going to take a look at the guys who went yard, hit home runs around Major League Baseball today with the home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. 
We take a look at some of the players who went deep around Major League Baseball today. We have a few already. We'll take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard coming up here in a second. Jose Ramirez hit a three-run home run today. Michael Conforto and Mike Yastrzemski hit home runs today for the Giants. Nolan Gorman had a pinch-hit home run for the Cardinals. Brandon Marsh, a home run for the Phillies. Jonah Heim, a home run for the Texas Rangers. Andrew McCutcheon hit his fourth home run of the season for the Pirates. And uh, Juan Soto, of course, here in San Diego, hitting a home run for the Padres. And that's a look at some of the guys who went yard around the majors today. We'll take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a moment. By the way, just because we got uh, asked about it or we were wondering about it, I can't remember now if somebody had asked about it or not. Oh, well, yes, they did on the phone call about the pitch count. Joe Musgrove in that start with Lake Elsinore threw 69 pitches, 51 for strikes. So, He's basically at 70 pitches. I would assume that he's somewhere between 80, 85, 80 to 90 next time out. That usually would be the progression for a starting pitcher. So probably not all the way, all the way built up. Like I don't think Joe's going out there his first start coming off the injuries and throwing 105 pitches, but he should be able to give you some length and uh, get through, I don't know, with 80, 90 pitches, five, six innings. So uh, looking forward to it with Joe Musgrove. Again, he threw 69 pitches in that start in Lake Elsinore. A big thank you to our friend Frank Marchese for helping out with that information. Great job, Frank. All right, let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, tell you what's going on around the major leagues. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Games going on right now. The Yankees leading the Angels 2-0 in the Bronx in the second inning. Orioles and the Nationals are scoreless in D.C. in the third. Twins ahead of the Red Sox, 3-0 in Boston in the second. A lot of games already final today. Tampa Bay beating Cincinnati 8-0 in Cincinnati. Rays now 16-3 on the year. Guardians beating the Tigers 3-2 in Detroit. Like we said, Jose Ramirez had a big three-run home run in that game for Cleveland. Giants beat the Marlins 5-2 in 11 innings in Miami. As we said earlier, Conforto and Yastrzemski both hit home runs in the 11th inning for San Francisco. Cardinals beat up on the Diamondbacks 14-5. Phillies over the White Sox 5-2 in Chicago. Rangers beating the Royals 12-3 in Kansas City. Jonah Heim, a home run in that one. Mets beating the Dodgers 5-3 in L.A. The Mets got the win, but there was a very interesting situation. Max Scherzer was ejected during his start for an illegal substance on his hand, and you could see Max Scherzer telling the umpiring crew it's rosin. Sure, we'll hear more on that. I don't know if Max Scherzer has uh, said anything else about it. I did not see, but keep an eye on that situation because that could also be a suspension, potentially. Um, but he was uh, removed from that start because of a substance. So we'll see what the fallout is from that. Uh, the Mets did win that game again, 5-3 in L.A., so good news for the Padres in that sense. Pirates beat the Rockies 14-3 in Colorado. Like we said, McCutcheon a home run in that one. Cubs beat the A's 12-2 in Oakland. Brewers beat the Mariners 5-3 in Seattle as the Brewers rallied with five runs in the seventh inning to come back on the Mariners. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, everything going on around the major leagues on this Wednesday. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score here at Petco Park. one nothing. the Padres beat the Atlanta Braves. Padres snap a three-game losing skid. They improved to 9-11, and and the Braves dropped to 14-5. and They see an eight-game win streak come to an end. Juan Soto, in case you're just on the way home now, and uh, just joining us, Juan Soto hit a solo home run in the fourth inning. Lone run scored in this game, fourth home run of the year, for Juan Soto, Padres have scored just two runs in 36 innings, but hey, at least one of those runs, they got a win, so that's a, a good thing. You would like to see this offense uh, uh, continue swinging the bat uh, well. They had some nice swings in this game. Manny Machado had a home run taken away. He hit the ball hard a few times, but again, the story in this game. Soto the home run, Martinez seven scoreless innings, good bullpen work from Garcia, Hill, and Hayter, who picked up his fifth save, and great defense by the Padres. Really, really good defense, and it's worth mentioning as well. Not only did Nick Martinez 
put together one of the best starts of the season so far for San Diego, but he did it against this lineup, which is no joke. We've said it all series. We've said it all seven games. The Padres have played the Braves. Acuna, Olsen, Riley, Murphy, Albies, the list goes on and on. It's a great lineup the Braves have. And Nick Martinez, along with the bullpen, shut them down as they combine for a four-hit shutout. All right, taking a look at tomorrow's game in Arizona. First pitch at 6.40 p.m. Our pregame coverage begins at 5.40. Pitching matchup tomorrow in game one of that four-game series. Right-hander Michael Waka on the mound for the Padres. Right-hander Ryan Nelson on the mound for Arizona. And that's about it. That's the only headline for tomorrow, the pitching matchup of Waka and Nelson. Right? No. No, no, no. The headline tomorrow, the return of Fernando Tatis Jr. It has been a while And Fernando makes his return highly anticipated to the Padres in the major leagues tomorrow. Should be a very exciting and very memorable night in Arizona. Again, our pregame coverage begins at 540. First pitch in game one of that four-game series at 640. Taking a look at the final totals in this ball game here today. For the Padres, one run, six hits, no errors. They left on six. For the Braves, no runs, four hits, no errors. They left on six as well. Winning pitcher in this game, Nick Martinez. He improves to one and one. Losing pitcher was Charlie Morton, who drops to two and two. The save goes to Josh Hader, who's now a perfect five for five in save opportunities. Time of game. Here in San Diego, two hours and 13 minutes, and the crowd at Petco Park today, 29,581. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. On the other side of this break, it'll be Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, joining you on Gwyn and Chris, taking you up until 7 p.m. For our great studio coordinator, Manny DeLeo, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long from Petco Park. The final score, the Padres won, the Braves nothing on the Padres Radio Network.